Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean Smith, recording a quick Sunday rundown for you of some topics that happened over the weekend. And it got had quite a few, honestly. I was in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I was re- uh, covering the Adidas circuit down there, the second session there. Uh, Reed Shepard in town, a lot of guys Kentucky's watching, now a new Kentucky target, which we'll get to later on in this episode. And while I'm watching games, I'm obviously having to write stories. You had Damian Collins announce his return to Kentucky. You had Tom Leach, you know, put out a tweet that Kentucky could be on commitment watch for the weekend, which uh, multiple people have said that that would be Antonio Ruiz of Illinois State. As of 6.30 on Sunday, we don't have anything yet. But I would be shocked at some point soon if Antonio Reeves isn't a Kentucky Wildcat. Like, definitely seems destined that that's going to be the transfer portal piece, the first transfer portal piece, and it will remain to be seen who gets added after that, depending on uh, what the roster looks like. We're going to dive into the roster talk. I know Derek and I are going to record an episode breaking down everything John Calipari said on the radio Friday morning. We'll have another episode, obviously, as we get throughout the week as decisions happen. I'm going to do a full episode recap of everything that I saw at Adidas and then I'm going to combine everything from Adidas to Nike and do a rundown of everything Kentucky's doing in 2023 and then some targets for 24 and even beyond uh, some guys and some names that they were courtside for that I saw with my own two eyes and from talking uh, while I was down there in Spartanburg I do know some people that they they were watching and still kind of waiting to see where those goes throughout the summer but it's recruiting season, like the, this whole EYBL thing, this Adidas season. It's going to be busy. I plan to be at multiple events this summer. I'm really going to dive hard into the recruiting side of basketball, so we will do a mailbag possibly at some point this week. And I like to break the mailbags up and do a roster mailbag and then do, obviously, a recruiting mailbag as well because the that basketball mailbag seems to be deep. Uh, so we'll just decide to split those up at some point. But let's start with the uh, the first news when it comes to the roster. So anytime something happens – with this Kentucky men's basketball roster moving forward throughout the spring, I'm going to just do a roster tracker episode where we kind of run down what has been said, who's confirmed to come back, who's in the portal, and all these things. And keep in mind these deadlines. The The deadline to enter the NBA draft is tonight at 11.59 p.m. So that that's going to pass. I would be surprised if anyone else on UK's roster submitted paperwork for the draft between now and 11.59. The deadline to withdraw is not until June 1st. If you get an invite to the Combine, that is mid-May, I think the 16th through the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken on those dates. Another deadline approaching to pay attention to is the transfer portal deadline of May 1st. That is the date where players have to let their school know that they will not be returning. That's the deadline to let the school know is May 1st. So pay attention to that deadline. I'm sure we'll have a lot of episodes and a lot of talk coming up about that as well here in the coming days and weeks. But Let's talk about the big news. Damian Collins officially announced his return to Kentucky. I know that that shouldn't come as a surprise. Travis Branham pretty much reported that a month ago, but we do live in a day and time now where all players kind of need to just confirm that they're coming back because the transfer portal is a thing, the NBA draft, the early entry deadline, all those things. So Damian puts out uh, something about coming back for year two and running it back. It's a big deal. I think it's encouraging that a kid of his caliber, a, a five-star kid, a guy that was getting a lot of love in the rankings last year, I did talk about how raw he was on the show, especially after I watched him at Iverson and then into the summer until he enrolled at Kentucky. 
he's a talented piece with a ton of potential, a ton of upside. All that potential and upside is still there. Continue getting stronger, add to that frame, get minutes. That's the thing that I want to see happen. Oscar Shibway coming back now. Want to see what plays out at the fourth spot. You still have decisions from Jacob Toppin and Keon Brooks, which I will get into momentarily. But Damian Collins needs to find minutes, and John Calipari needs to help him find those minutes, whether it be at the four, whether it be running some at the five when, when it's behind Shibway. I know Lance Ware, as of right now, we still expect Lance Ware to be back on this roster. So finding Damian Collins minutes. If he can add that jump shot, stretch the floor a little bit at that position, we saw a really good stroke from the free throw line and the limited action we saw last year. Obviously, his highlight was the 10.6 rebounds in nine minutes at Alabama, and that went on the road in early February. And then he played some minutes, too, in the home win, I believe, versus Alabama, if I'm not mistaken on that one. So uh, finding minutes for him in a front court that already will include uh, Oscar Shibway returning, which is great news for Kentucky. I think Damian's going to find a way to carve out a role on this team and play some minutes and get into those double-digit minutes. If he could get to 20-plus minutes and play consistently, then, man, uh, he, he's added a lot to his game and things like that. And, and that's where his upside is going to start to kick in is, is when he starts getting those reps, getting those minutes on the floor, that's when you'll see Damian Collins take off. Maybe this season at Kentucky as a freshman, it was going to be too much to – maybe probably detrimental to what the team was trying to do on the floor at times because he would get pushed around and some things like that. He wasn't ready maybe to take on that consistent role. Another year in the weight room, a full year on campus, a full offseason in Lexington with these guys, that should prepare him. And I think all hope is that he will be ready to roll when the season comes around October, November, to take on a more important role for this roster. So I'm encouraged with, this, uh, with him returning. A, a guy like that, you know, it, it's been easy for – guys to come to Kentucky and, and not get the role that they maybe envisioned for themselves, especially highly rated guys that were rated on potential more so than what they were right now. You know, the NBA views potential and long-term potential and things like that as well. And Collins, when he entered Kentucky, was one of the guys that we talked about that probably of all the dudes on the roster had some of the most upside for the NBA in that next stop. So I think it's encouraging to see a guy commit to Kentucky, stay with the process and trust where he's going on this roster. We know that Damon's still raw. He needs reps, and uh, hopefully he gets those this season at Kentucky. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So let's just kind of take you through the rundown here. We do know, obviously, that Kentucky is without Davion Mintz to graduation. Kellen Grady graduation. Used all that eligibility. Ty Ty Washington to the NBA draft. Bryce Hopkins to the transfer portal. 
Dante Allen to the transfer portal. Incoming freshman, Cason Wallace, Chris Livingston. We know all about that. Players right now with their name in the NBA draft process. And yes, I'm going to mention his name. Have to until we get something official on it. But Shaden Sharp, Keon Brooks, Jacob Toppin. Those are the three that you're you're watching there. Uh, I'm of the belief that Jacob Toppin will for sure be back in Kentucky next year. Reason being, John Calipari mentioned him by name in that interview with uh, Dan Issel and Mike Pratt on Friday morning. So I'm taking it that Jacob Toppin will be back at Kentucky. Still remains to be seen what happens with Keon Brooks. I know that that deadline for the transfer portal, if it passes on May 1st, then I think the decision then has to be, is, is it pro or is it back to UK? So we'll see what happens between uh, now and then with Keon. And then obviously the Shaden Sharp situation, it, it could drag out a little bit longer than what we all thought it would. Uh, what we do know too, confirmed coming back, in addition to Damian Collins, you've got Oscar Shibway. A con- confirmation he's coming back. C.J. Frederick coming back. Tweeted out last Saturday or last weekend, uh, the getting ready, the 2022-23 year, he, the highlight video of him knocking down threes. I mean, obviously, where was C.J. Frederick going to go a year after injury? But it, it is good to know, like, when these guys put these things out, that they are confirming back. Now, Sabir Wheeler posted a video to his Instagram account on Thursday night, I think. Uh, I don't think that really confirmed anything. Didn't really say a whole lot. But another guy that John Calipari mentioned by name in that interview on Friday, Lance Ware, another guy that John Calipari mentioned in that interview on Friday morning. So I'm starting to think that you can probably bank on those guys being back at Kentucky next year. And I'm sure the way Damien announced you'll have Lance, you'll have some others just tweet something out or post something on Instagram that will probably just confirm it at some point or or they'll be in one of those workouts as we get into uh, closer to the summer and, and late May and things like that. So just a little bit of a, of a roster rundown there. The addition of, of Antonio Reeves at some point, whenever that happens from Illinois State, it's a player that I really, really like. Uh, still waiting on that commitment to be official and that signature as well. But it, it's, I mean, it's obviously expected at this point. Like I said, it would be a shock if he is not an addition to this roster here maybe this week or at least in the next couple of weeks. I know uh, it was initially talked about mid-May being a commitment date. That seems to be getting to the point that it's pushed up uh, from some reports here and some buzz that's surrounding. And I think it is important to, to push it up because you kind of want to start looking at what you have. You don't want to get mid-May, late-May and still be thinking, all right, we got to plug this spot, plug this spot. You kind of want to know what you got. That way you can kind of target what else you need to add. And when you talk to these guys, you say, hey, look, here's what we have. Here's how you'd fit. Here's your role. You, these kids need to see what it would be. So uh, so maybe that's playing some into the buzz, too. So uh, we'll definitely get an episode out there. I'll have a scattering report episode out on Antonio Reese. I've already got some stuff pre-written and ready to roll whenever that news breaks because we all expect it to break at some point very soon. Uh, but I was in Spartanburg, South Carolina over the weekend. Just a quick wrap-up here. Just going to talk about one player in depth because that's the one player that did earn a Kentucky offer from that event. I do think there will be more Kentucky offers come out of that event, especially in 2024. There was a lot of talent. I know for a fact Orlando Antigua was really impressed with the amount of talent on that circuit over the weekend. So uh, definitely some names to pay attention to, which I will do in a separate episode. But Kentucky did offer 2023 wing Andre Stojakovic, if that name sounds familiar, it should. He's the son of 13-year NBA veteran, three-time NBA All-Star, Peja Stojakovic from the Sacramento Kings. Andre is a lethal shooter, an elite shooter. 
He excels at making shots. He excels at not only making them, but he can create his own. He's got a six foot seven frame. Prior, I think during his freshman season, he was listed about 5'11 or a little under six foot. So a huge growth spurt for the last couple of years. So from the from 2020, pandemic shut down all ball that spring and all that summer. We're talking about a kid that's grew like six, seven inches and could possibly add even more to that frame. I know Peja was 6'10. So that frame is still young, could still add maybe another inch or two here and there. Does he get to 6'8? Does he get to 6'9? 185 pounds. He has a scorer's frame, but still has room to add some size and things like that. Obviously, working on all the things with, with quickness and strength, that's that's going to be an area that he needs to improve on as he, as he matures and he gets older. But his footwork is off the charts. And uh, someone pointed out his uh, past as a soccer player for being a big reason for that. I'm telling you, off the ball, on the ball, he is very crafty and can get what he wants, get to his spots, and as a guy that's rated number 82 right now in the composite, now I, I know that uh, Travis Branham wrote a story last summer talking about that Andre was honestly on his JV team as his freshman. He wasn't even on varsity as a freshman. Then here he is in the top 100. And in my opinion, probably going to end up being a top 30, top 35 player in the 2023 class, depending on how the summer goes the rest of the way. But he's been very impressive in Indianapolis really impressive in Spartanburg and enough that he earned an offer from Kentucky, 11 high major offers now in the month of April alone uh, for Andre Stoakovich. So that's a player to watch uh, for Kentucky average 25.3 points per game as a junior in high school, just a little under 10 rebounds uh, at 9.3 rebounds per game. So I'm planning to watch him again this summer, but that's a recruit that I would bookmark and I would follow everything that's written out about him. We will talk more about him this week when Derek is on the podcast, but I just wanted to hop on here and kind of just do a rundown of everything that happened this weekend, talk about the roster. Uh, looking forward to recording something from the recruiting. I mean, you, you had a lot of impressive guys. I bounced around all six floors on Saturday in Spartanburg following Orlando Antigua. I was pretty much a shadow. Everywhere he went, I was right behind him, watching, figuring out, asking you know, who they're watching, and uh, and things like that. And there were a lot of there were a lot of guys. A couple of points, Coach O was upstairs and was viewing two floors at the same time. And then if it was a floor that was kind of that he could see looking to his left, looking to his right, and then there were some where he would look and then he would turn around and watch the other one. So like he was watching multiple floors. Uh, I was standing there beside him at one point, and he was telling me he was he was going back and forth. So they're definitely watching a lot of guys on that circuit. John Calipari was there Friday night, got a look at Andre Stoyakovic and some other guys, and then made the trip to Indy uh, to watch the guys on the Nike EYBL circuit. So it's officially recruiting season, live period. Expect some offers and things to come out now that they've evaluated and watched some talent, especially in 23. And then as we get deeper into the summer, start looking for some stuff to start churning out about 2024 and to get a jump start on that class as well. But I will take you through all of that this week and into the coming weeks and months. As always, this show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. you got three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg, and London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily. 